0: time for the fastest hour of radio southern race week with your host william barber ladies
1: and gentlemen welcome to this edition of southern race week right here on your great racing station or your podcast location as often imitated but never duplicated this is the show that gives you everything you need to know in 60 minutes or less sometimes that's uh going on in uh, fast car nascars that got four wheels and goes real fast we talk about it here every single week in and week out i am william barber sometimes my friends sometimes the irs even calls me wb and sitting high atop his pit box of course every week in and week out is the producer to the stars none other than alfie alfie how are you doing today sir
2: Doing good, WB. Glad to be with you this week as we have a, a very special edition of Southern Race Week. So, very excited for what we have uh, coming up on the program, William.
1: This is uh, edition of Southern Race Week is being driven, of course, by our friends, family, cousins, and neighbors at Food Depot grocery stores. But also, this is the Atlanta Motor Speedway race edition. And uh, talking about Atlanta Motor Speedway, we bring in none other than the man himself, the big dog, the head cheese, the president to the stars and the guys that all other track owners look at and say, God, I wish I could hire him away from Atlanta Motor Speedway. Ladies and gentlemen, here he is, Brandon Hutchison. Brandon, yeah.
3: on the show, man. WB, impressive, man. man, impressive. It's good to be with you guys today. I thank you for having me.
2: Yeah, we're really excited to have you, Brandon, because I know there's so much great news going on in the track and in the playoffs going on right now. And also, William, we're going to be speaking with Doug Turnbull later on to preview the next round of the playoffs. But uh, Brandon, let's just let's just come out of the gate with it. Big news that was released a few weeks ago by NASCAR: the schedule for 2021. And for a number of years now, Atlanta has had only one race on that schedule. And uh, beginning next year, buddy, your guys are going to be welcoming the uh, the Cup Series uh, twice in 2021 is you're gonna have two races, one in March, uh, March 21st, four days before my uh, birthday, and then the next race in July. So tell me how excited you are when you saw that schedule and saw that your racetrack is gonna be featured twice on the schedule in 2021.
3: Alfie, to say that we're excited at Atlanta Motor Speedway would certainly be an understatement. You know, we've been fighting since 2010 to get our second race date back, so we're thrilled to see the new schedule come out. We're over the moon to have our second race date back for 2021 with the Craker State 400 presented by Walmart. We'll also add a 400-mile race to the portfolio. So, uh, again, to say we're excited would be an understatement. Well, talking about the excitement, the
1: race fans, you know, over the years, um, for the many years of me coming to Atlanta Motor Speedway. Uh, Atlanta Raceway and, and, and everything and seeing all the different changes that Atlanta Motor Speedway has undergone. This year has been nothing that you can't handle, Brandon, because <laughs> as, as as now the guy, the general manager, and in, 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 in charge of the whole race program, you, uh, above anybody else, I think is prepared to handle whatever NASCAR can throw out, in in, in ha- but is the team is the team because of the staffing situation at Atlanta Motor Speedway? You don't have two hundred people working for you all year round. Are you going to be ready and 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 to get the community back engaged to come
3: help you execute two races uh, next year? Well, I appreciate the vote of confidence, William. I really do. You know, I, I've been here for over a quarter of a century. Um, so I've seen a lot come down the pipe in that time, but nothing like this. So, you know, the first thing I would say um, is that none of this happens without a great team. And we've got a great team here at Atlanta Motor Speedway, one that uh, is, is a little bit smaller since COVID has, has taken over since March. We've had to restructure the Speedway as our whole company has restructured. So there's a, there's a few less of us. But uh, we like a good challenge, you know. We're excited about the the second race. I know our team here is already working on the entertainment objectives uh, that we'd like to meet race weekend. And yes, we don't do this without the support of our community. And it takes about, uh, you know, it'll take us about four thousand employees to put on a normal race weekend. Um, you know, with, with COVID health protocols and initiatives in place we'll have limited capacity in our grandstand so it won't take quite as many people to put it on but absolutely it'll take uh, it'll take members of our community coming on board and helping us out is for sure
2: now one of the benefits of having two races now is for the local economy i know that uh, the city and the county generates a lot of revenue from race weekends, and i know the community was lost was saddened to lose a race because a lot of revenue was was lost but as far as reaching out to the local community and the, and the city and the county, what have you guys, as far as the revenue and, and, the, and the financial benefit that comes from having another NASCAR race, how has the, the local government reached out to you and probably has discussed it? I saw the governor posted a video about how excited he is to have two recent races back in Atlanta. So for the local community, how excited are they to have another race day come into the area?
3: The response from the local community has been overwhelming. It's been very, very positive. You know, for the last 10 years, people have asked me, are we ever going to get that second race date back? So if everybody who has asked me if we will ever get the race date back will just uh, support us now, that race will never have a reason to go anywhere else. But uh, the local government is is definitely excited. You know, as you said, Alfie, th- there's a lot of revenue generated from these races. So the state... The county, the cities uh, within this region will certainly benefit and are excited about having the race date back. Well, listen now, uh, we're going to talk more with Brandon
1: Hudson on this special edition of Southern Race Week. You can share this show uh, in its entirety via the podcast, uh, uh, Spotify, iTunes. Uh, SoundCloud, you name it, wherever you get your podcast, you can find us this, this show. And so that way you can get any of the information because it's, it's an opportunity for us to sit down uh, in a long form format with Brandon Hutchison, the general manager and track president and the big dog head CEO man, you might as well say, uh, for Atlanta Motor Speedway. So we're honored to have him on the show. Um, Alvi, you had uh, a question about tickets. That you wanted to to run by Brandon?
2: Yeah, Brandon mentioned that uh, you know there's going to be a limited number of tickets available due to COVID 19 uh, protocol by NASCAR and the state of Georgia. So, Brandon, I know that's very important for our listeners to know because since there is a limited number of tickets, is you know they got to get on these quickly. So, if our listeners do want to get tickets for either the races in Atlanta next year, uh, since they are limited, what's the protocol, or what should they do if they are interested in getting those tickets early and taken care of so they don't have to worry about it?
3: Well, that's a great question, Alfie. You know, due to the plan limited capacity, fans who want to attend the race just got to let us know they want to be here. Tickets are on sale for both the March 21st twenty first Folds of Honor Quick Trip 500 as well as the July 11th Quaker State 400 presented by Walmart. And, again, fans just got to go to atlantamotorspeedway.com, let us know they wanted to be here. We will start by uh, placing fans who originally had tickets for the 2020 weekend. And then we'll go into a first-come, first-served basis. So, again, um, the important thing is to, to go online. Let us know you want to be here. We'll be in touch and get you situated as close to your po- – as close as possible to your desired seating location. So, we're looking forward to welcoming fans back. That was something that was missing this year when we did get to run. It was odd for us to run a race without fans. We're excited to have fans back in the stands for 2021. So just let us know you want to be here. Now, as
2: far as the camping situation and, and all of that, is that still kind of up in the air? Or, or how are you working with, as far as fans, if they do want to come and also want to camp out over the weekend?
3: Well, we are going to welcome campers back to the Speedway. Right now, because of COVID protocols, we're going to be limited in what we can offer so for right now, exterior RV camping will be available. You can just get in touch with our ticket office and let us know. Tent camping, as it stands to the tent camping will not be available because we're unable to contain a secure environment for our restroom facilities. It would just be a 24-hour ongoing process. Very, very difficult for us to, to maintain. The, the linchpin of both RVs weekend next week, next year, will be the, uh, the safety of our fans and making sure that we can keep them in an environment where they can feel comfortable bringing their families to. So yeah, camping's available right now. We're trying to work out a plan to allow infield camping. Um, so we are renewing infield camping. We're working real hard with NASCAR to make sure our protocols meet their requirements. Uh, but yes, camping is available for right now, RVs only, no tent camping.
1: If you're just joining us on this edition of Southern Race Week, uh driven by you, the listeners and race fans all around, uh we've got Brandon Hudson from Atlanta Motor Speedway on the uh on the uh, Zoom line here. You might as well say we're live from Atlanta Motor Speedway since it's uh i live about seven miles or 11 miles from the racetrack brandon changed all the locks whenever he took over as general manager so i don't have a key to the gate or to the back gate anymore to be able to take my car out there and drive but uh you know brandon we love you the same um brandon over the years you know you and i have been you you and i have uh, have have come to know each other and to grow to 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 appreciate each other's uh uh, bringings and offerings to the table one of the things that i have learned uh about you is that come hell come high water come tornado come tear it down tear it up reconfigure the track do whatever you have been able to uh handle no no Anything that's been thrown at you, I still remember the the day after the tornado. You and I on the infield at Atlanta Motor Speedway, standing next to the pylon for the, for the the lineup uh, as it laid over on its side. And and so now with the new uh, things that Atlanta Motor Speedway did to prepare for 2020, you've got a lot of new offerings for the race fans. That they, that they they have never experienced before that's going to be great for people to come back in and, and experience a whole new atmosphere at Atlanta Motor Speedway. Tell me about, I'm excited about the bar, but you tell me about some of the other things that, that race fans have told you they can't wait to see.
3: Well, 2020 was to be our 60th anniversary. And as part of that we were working very, very hard to bring 20 new fan-based entertainment initiatives to the facility for 2020. We called it our 20 in 20. And uh, we were so excited to be able to unveil so many new things that were a part of our Speedway that would enhance the fan experience. So not only did we have to pause because of COVID, we had to uh, pause a lot of our plans, um, that we were just looking forward to bringing to the fans. So, you know, you brought up the bootleggers bar, the bootleggers bar is a new area in the Earnhardt Grandstand. We actually blew out six rows of the upper grandstand, put in a 360 degree, 54 foot uh, open air bar, brought in a ton of TVs. It's a great environment. We just held our first event up there a couple of weeks ago. I can tell you it's going to be a place to to hang out during the race. So, and it's free with, with any ticket, you can get access to it. So. Just another area to kind of hang out, get with your friends, get up, stretch your legs, go uh, have a cocktail, uh, a drink of your choice, and chill and watch the race. But we expanded the the infield camping spaces. We gave all those campers a little bit extra room. So we're really hoping we can open infield camping in 2021. Uh, we expanded Wi-Fi in Bruton Smith Park. We we put in some uh, cornhole boards, some bocce ball courts down in our camping areas. We replaced all of the old box TVs that were on concourse with flat screen TVs. Um, we just, we added drink rails to the upper champions grandstand seats. We all added drink holders to all of the seats in the Earnhardt grandstand. Um, the list just goes on and on and on of the things that we were trying to do to, uh, again, make this experience better for the fans. We're all about family, fun, friends, and of course racing. And so we wanna to try to dovetail us as an entertainment industry uh, with the racing itself. So fans are gonna have a lot to see in 2021 that they didn't get to see in 2020. Uh, just another reason to, to come out and, and hang with us live.
1: If you're looking, uh, race fans, to get your tickets, you can go to atlantamotorspeedway.com, and you can buy your tickets and let the Atlanta Motor Speedway's ticket office know that, hey, I want to come to the race. If you had tickets, and I'm saying this to all of the folks that, that we gave tickets away to for the 2020 race, if you won tickets from us, you need to reach out to Atlanta Motor Speedway and tell them that, hey, I want to come to one of the races next year. If you bought tickets last year, you need to go and now reach out to Atlanta Motor Speedway ticket office so that you can let them know. You can call them at 1-877-9AMS-TIX. That's one 1-8-7- 877 It's 1-877-9 AMS T-I-X and give them a call so you can let the the lovely folks over there in the ticket office know that you want to come back to Atlanta Motor Speedway for the rebirth of the two-race seasons a year at Atlanta Motor Speedway. The uh my favorite track, my backyard. And uh, we're going to talk more with
2: Brandon Hutchison right after this. Well, well, before Hold on. Before we go to break, what? though, before what? we go to break, real quick, you know, the Folds of Honor QT500 weekend, um, and I'm glad Quaker Steak and, and, and Walmart are part for the 400 in, in July. But one of my personal highlights about the, the, uh, the Folds of Honor Quick Trip is the great hot dogs that are provided by Quick Trip because uh, I can eat about it. I think I hold the record in the media center for the most consumed hot dogs uh, during, during a three-day race weekend with, I think, 25. Um, so I I talked to this with Ted Austin a couple of weeks ago on the show, and and I'd I'd like to bring it up with you, the big man in charge. I would like to challenge, uh, I I think we should have a quick trip hot dog eating contest as part of race weekend. And of course, I'll I'll be more than happy to participate. Uh, I, I want to challenge Michael Waltrip to, uh, to the hot dog eating contest, um, or any other media of, of veteran who wants to step forward to this gut and challenge this stomach. So, um, is that something Gunny we can thermal, think we can think we can make we can make part of race weekend, Brandon?
3: I tell you, that would be a perfect segment for Clint Boyer as he steps into the booth. I bet we there have, go. I bet we could have some fun with that. Yeah, um, Alfie, I, I've never seen you um, indulge, but uh, but you've mentioned it a couple of times now. So I'm getting a little bit scared that that you're a closet hot dog competition uh, enthusiast. Um, but, yeah, we could probably work something out. I know Ted is always looking for entertainment. That sounds pretty entertaining to me. Hey, I think it could be bigger than
2: the the 4th of July uh, hot dog eating contest over, over there at Nathan's. You know what I mean? I think we could be like Nathan's, the 4th of July, the biggest one, and then the second one. It's the folds of honor QT 500 race weekend. I'm just throwing that out. I'm yeah, just throwing hey, out Brandon.
1: There. Instead of uh, instead of paying uh, big bucks to have uh, a, a country music artist come perform out on the stage outside the track this year, he'll do a hot dog, quick trip hot dog eating contest.
3: <laughs> Well, listen, I'm sure our partners at Quick Trip would be glad to set something up and see what we could do. There's no doubt about it. (laughs) You know that Atlanta
1: Motor Speedway is my home away from home. It is the place that I love to go. It's uh, about a thousand acres of wonderful fun, family, entertainment, not only during race weekends, but all year long, Atlanta Motor Speedway, uh, pre-COVID and after COVID has events going on air shows, fairs, carnivals, car shows, uh, summit, motorama, you name it. And Atlanta motor speedway is on with us today. We are live from the track with Brandon Hutchinson and, uh, we are just having a wonderful time talking with him about all the events coming up for the two races for 2021. Uh, Brandon, um, if, again, somebody has some tickets that they bought for the race in 2020, what do they need to do if they want to come to your races in 2021?
3: Yeah, William, thank you. They just they just need to let us know, in a nutshell, we are going to have a limited capacity to meet pro, uh, COVID protocols. So if fans want to be here in 2021, either for the Folds of Honor Quick Trip 500 March 21st or the Quaker State 400 presented by Walmart on July 11th, they just got to go to atlantamotorspeedway.com. Let us know that you want to be here. Um, we're going to start by placing those that have purchased the tickets to the 2020 event, and uh, after that, it's going to be on a first come, first serve basis. So let us know you want to be here. We'll be in touch and get you as close to your preferred seating as we possibly can.
2: Now, Brandon, um, William mentioned earlier that you guys do a lot at the track just besides the NASCAR races. Last weekend, you guys had a couple of um, bands that performed. You guys had kind of a, a drive-in concert where People were able to drive their cars. You had a, some bands performing over the weekend. Tell me how that event went and the ideas of some other events you might want to do in the future that you maybe want to do because of what's going on with COVID.
3: Well, we're an entertainment facility, right? So we're always looking for ways to uh, keep the, as, as William said, the close to a 1,000 acres busy. Um, we've got a pretty big footprint here, a campus with infrastructure that lends itself to many different types of events. And this past weekend, we had a ton going on. We had a American Cancer Society, Laps for Hope, uh, benefiting breast cancer and honoring Marcy Scott, who, who used to work here and, and lost her life to cancer several years ago. We had the Drive-In Concert Series that is now in its second weekend, or just had its second weekend. Humphreys McGee Band was here on Friday and Saturday night really cool concept where you go everything's touchless so you go online you purchase your tickets you come to the speedway you get scanned in in your vehicle they park you socially distance so you're able to get in your car and enjoy the, uh, the nightlife and a concert setting with your family it's worked out really really well and as you said we have had the georgia state fair here for the past couple of weeks and and while everybody was excited to hear the siren in Dawsonville uh, on Sunday when Chase Elliott won the the Roval, there were some other sirens going off here Saturday night that (laughs) weren't as exciting. So we had to uh, postpone the Georgia State Fair uh, this past weekend. So it will reopen this Saturday and Sunday. Um, So we're excited about that. A ton of stuff going on. You know, we've got racing schools out here. Um, We've been fortunate enough to during the pandemic, be able to being able to stay busy. We actually parked twenty thousand rental cars here at the onset of the pandemic. People weren't renting cars; they needed a place to park them.
1: Wow, wow. Well, listen, atlantamotorspeedway.com is the the website. Y'all need to go and reach out to their ticket office right now if you have had a ticket from the twenty twenty race and you want to make sure that your it's in your name is in for the. Coming races in 2021, the Quicker State 400 uh, presented by Walmart, or for the Quick Trip 500, eight seven seven nine eight M S T I X, or just do like I do, drive on over to Hampton, right there off of 20, real easy to get to, in and out of, even on race day. And you can go see the folks over at the ticket office, and they will take care of you. Brandon, as we move toward 2021 and we advance in the different COVID situations, is your website going to be the best place for people to go to to be able to find out Well, now there's more tickets. Now there's more space available. Now there's infield camping available. Are you going to be, is that the best place to point people to for an up-to-date,
3: minute-by-minute type aspect on on what the track is doing? If you want to stay informed with what you're doing, that's exactly right, William. You know, atlantamotorspeedway.com is the best way for you to get information. I'm shooting different videos from time to time to try to keep our fans engaged and informed. Um, But no doubt about it, because of the COVID protocols, um, we're encouraging people to just go online. We're going to be cashless for our events next year. Um, We're looking at about 16,000 people for the March race for the Folds of Honor Quick Trip 500. Uh, So fans do need to let us know. You know, it's going to be mobile ticketing only. So you'll purchase your tickets online. Um, You'll be able to scan them when you get here. The concessions will be cashless as well. We're going to have uh, obviously protocols in place, hand washing stations, uh, lots of touch point cleaning that we'll be doing. So, again, the, the linchpin for everything is being able to ensure the community that it's going to be a safe environment. And I can assure you that's exactly what we're going to provide come March 21st for the Folds of Honor Quick Trip 500. Is a safe environment for you and your family to come out here and enjoy racing. And
2: also the Twitter page as well. So I'm sure they can go to, to at AMS updates, which is the official Atlanta Motor Speedway Twitter page. And I'm sure you'll have uh, information there as uh, well so they can uh, keep up to date.
1: Brandon Hudson, Atlanta Motor Speedway mm-hmm. track general manager. Thank you again for your time today, and uh, hey, uh, can't wait to uh, to, get, to get back out there and see more racing action at my favorite track in the
3: entire world. Well, WB Alfie, I appreciate the time. I appreciate your listeners. Hopefully, they'll come out and support us in 2021. We're looking forward to having fans back in Grand Sands.
2: And I promise, that I promise, I won't get in any trouble these two races. Okay, I mean those days are over okay Brandon those days of losing a shoe and not knowing where it is in the infield are over I got a I got two kids and a wife so uh those those, you know you don't have to worry about me anymore sir
3: we can take the APB off of your name and uh that's good to hear glad to hear that uh uh maybe you can bring your family out for the races as well there you go kids are only 10 bucks on Sunday so no reason not to bring the whole family out
2: This is Natalie Decker, driver for Nice Motorsports, and you're listening to Southern Race
3: Week. All right. Welcome back to
2: this week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio Network. It's Southie. And once again, thanks to uh, Brandon Hutchinson for uh, taking time to uh, join us this week on Southern Race Week Radio. We talk about everything, all the excitement going on at Atlanta Motor Speedway as we'll have two races in uh, 2021. So very excited about that. And uh, speaking of NASCAR, we're going to continue on with the NASCAR talk as the playoffs continue this weekend as we are now down to the final eight drivers battling it out for that Cup Series championship at the end of the season. And as we move on to the next round, as we've been doing here throughout the playoffs, as we start a new round, we welcome in a special guest analyst to help us break down the next round of the playoffs as we head on over to the Food Depot hotline. And welcome in from an undisclosed location at a bunker somewhere in the city of Atlanta. You hear him doing turn reporting for the Performance Racing Network and also his podcast as well. Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome in Mr. Doug
3: Turnbull! <laughs> I feel
0: like I'm a driver intros, man. Good morning, hey, brother. How you doing? Mr. Turnbull,
2: thank you so much for taking time to join us this week on Sunday Race Week Radio as the... Uh, Playoffs have been trimmed down, and what an exciting race uh, last week that we saw that uh, eliminated four drivers. We're now down to the final eight as uh, Mr. Chase Elliott was the uh, winner uh, last week there at the Roval race, which you were a part of. And uh, tell us about your thoughts there at Charlotte last week and seeing Chase once again walk away with the roval victory here in 2020 a couple quick
0: takeaways number one just about chase elliott that's now three straight road course victories he has nine victories in his career five of them are on road courses i don't think anybody would have predicted that for driver number nine and then secondly you know that he's doing something right and when driver when other drivers talk about him (laughs) and joey logano after the race on performance racing network said Uh, to one of our pit reporters how he was trying to follow chase elliott around and see what he was doing and kyle bush said the same thing and said well we just couldn't keep up so when you hear guys of that caliber talking about someone who's their junior keep in mind you know joe logano is 30 years old kyle bush 35 years old chase elliott turns 25 next month and that that says a lot then the second thing too observation wise outside of chase doing that and He'd already punched his ticket almost to the next round, but he certainly is part of this round of eight. The, just the rain, and we the Cup mm-hmm. Series hasn't even practiced on rain tires in 20 years. They haven't run a, an actual points race in the rain in 70 years or something like that, and there was the real possibility of it on Sunday, and it was pouring rain. I mean, we thought for sure it would be monsoon like it was for the Xfinity race the day before, and the cup race, I would have liked to have seen it run longer in the wet, but the strategy of when to switch to the slick tires like Ty Dillon did before others and slice through the field really was fun to watch and see how the drivers still on wet tires found wet parts of the racetrack to race on. Clint Boyer was really good at that. And then the Xfinity race, the last takeaway, was probably run too too far into the bad weather, if you will, the, allowing that standard water to be there. And they mm-hmm. probably raced too long in the darkness. It was hard for me as a turn announcer even to see the – some of the cars. So I think they learned from that race and made a commitment not to do that for cup. And it turned out there wasn't hardly a drop of rain during the entire cup race.
2: Do you think at some point that Charlotte will be adding maybe more lights into that area where if we do need to go race it at night, that that,
0: yeah, I think Charlotte is top notch. I think they're not going to, they made the commitment just between Saturday and Sunday to add, I think it was either 15 or 18 more portable lights to bring the number to 23, inside the infield okay. and that still didn't seem like to me it would have been enough but uh, but they, they also need to work on the drainage especially in turns one three and eight to the pretty much of the infield because they, there was just too much ponding there and if it rains hard they can't race very long like that and, ex- and expected not to be a slip and slide show like it was on saturday
2: speaking with doug turnbull here of the performance racing network on summer race week as so we get set to go racing this weekend in kansas And uh, speaking of Chase Elliott, he is going to be starting from the pole position uh, for the race at Kansas. And he's one of those eight drivers advancing. Kyle Busch, Austin Dillon, Ryan Blaney, and William Byron bow out of the chase. And now we got Kevin Harvick, Denny Hamlin, Brad Keselowski, Chase Elliott in the fourth position. Joey Logano, Truex Jr., Alex Bowman, and Kurt Busch battling out there for the championship. And... And Chase in the fourth position. Are you surprised with this? Are you were you expecting it? What are your thoughts on Chase entering this round in the uh, fourth position?
0: Well, uh, those three those three points-paying race wins, including the one this weekend, should have been a lot. Talladega, Daytona Road Course, and Roble—that's fifteen extra points. If you take even the Charlotte Roble race away, he's tied with Joey Logano in the standings, just right there. Uh, And I think, uh, yeah, Chase didn't win a stage last Sunday. So uh, that win right there, the five playoff points, makes the difference between fourth and fifth for Chase Elliott. And it's really going to be a scrum, especially, to me, it's going to be hard. Let's put it this way. Unless three drivers inside the top eight in points, not named Hamlin and Harvick, win in this coming (laughs) round, Kansas, uh, Texas, and uh, Martinsville, then it's going to be Harvick and Hanlon in the championship four. And I have a lot of trouble picking between Kislowski, Elliott, Logano, and Truex of who two of those four drivers would be. I just don't see Alex Bowman or Kurt Bush unless they win a race. They're already, I mean, Kurt Bush is 21 points in the red right now. Alex Bowman is uh, at 13 points in the red, I think it is. So I looking at it, uh, 18 points to the red. I just don't see those guys outpointing those other teams of that caliber based upon the way they've run. But if they win or do something crazy with the tire strategy, like Bush did at Vegas a few weeks ago, then it could happen. So I really think it's going to be tough for me this round because all of these tracks seem kind of strong, one or the other, for Keslowski, Elliott, Logano, and Truex. So so that, that matter, I don't know that all three of them are going to win in this round, but I think it's going to be tough for the other two at the bottom, Bowman and Kurt Bush, to get through.
2: All right, so the next three races you mentioned, we got Kansas, Texas, and then Martinsville before the championship race at uh, Phoenix Raceway. For the, the Performance Racing Network will have the uh, Texas race on October 25th, so yeah, make sure you uh, uh, support our fellow broadcasters there. The Performance Racing Network and MRN will have the other two races. So uh, here mm-hmm. we go, Doug. Let's try to put on the prediction hat here as we get set for the final. The next time we'll talk to you will probably be the week of the championship race, so here we go. Who are the four drivers that will be there in Phoenix? Let's go.
0: It's tough to say. I think I think it's certainly Harvick and Hamlin. I feel pretty confident about Brad Keselowski, too. He's pulled some rabbits out of hats this year. And I actually think that instead of Logano or Truex, that Chase Elliott is going to best those guys. But, I mean, we're talking – uh, you know, a thin as a hair picks here. I mean, I, I would not be at all surprised if Lagana or Truex bested one of the other two to, to get in. But I think it's going to be, the, I think the final championship four is going to be the order they're stacked in the points now. But hey, Ryan Newman went all the way to the championship four, four you know, six years ago and surprised everybody. So who knows? Got to listen and watch.
2: All right, Mr. Turnbull, if our listeners want to keep up with you on social media, as you're always tweeting during race coverage, where can they go to follow you on the social media circuit?
0: But yeah, best place is on Twitter, at Doug Turnbull, like left turn and Mail cow, T-U-R-N-B-U-L-L, <laughs> and five to go racing podcast. We'll put our links up there each episode, so check it out.
2: Mr. Turnbull, thank you so much for taking time to join us this week on Southern Race Week Radio. We'll talk to you again down the road, and uh, continued uh, success with everything that you do.
0: Happy to be far-flung. Thank you, sir. Hi, this is Greg Walter,
1: General Manager of the Charlotte Motor Speedway, and you're listening to Southern Race Week. All right, race fans, that's about going to do it for this week's edition of Southern Race Week. Hope you all had a wonderful time tuning in and turning it up. Tell your family, friends, cousins, and neighbors about the show. If you don't hear it on your favorite radio station, remember, on your favorite podcast location, whether well, it's iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, you name it. Check us all out and make sure you download and follow us so that you can keep up with what's going on. Don't forget also Southern Race Week on Facebook at facebook.com slash southernraceweek. Also on Twitter at SRW Radio. and You can find me on Twitter, a.k.a. William W William Barber, a.k.a. WB, at WB Radio Network on Twitter. You can find Alfie, the producer that makes it all happen, at Alfie underscore 19. Big shout out and big thanks to Alfie for lining up. Brandon Hutchison, the Atlanta Motor Speedway general manager. Basically, folks, he runs the show over there. It's his track, okay? So he is the big dog. Thanks for having him on the show for this week talking about the two races coming up for 2021. And also, big thanks to Doug Turnbull. Next week, Doug Rice will be on the show from PRN. And the guy that's right now, as we speak, leading the chase is Kirk Bush. And he is going to be on the radio and the podcast show next week, Southern Race Week. As always, Southern Race Week, driven by you for tuning in. and our friends at food depot grocery stores until next week i'm william barber aka wb and for my good friend alfie who is sitting peacefully outside of his mansion in north atlanta uh, y'all have a great week we'll see you then